everybody. Welcome to Running with the Cronells. We're your hosts. I'm Kristen. And I'm Janelle. And we're so glad you're running with us. I can't deny it. I'm so excited. Are you ever not excited? Uh, no. No. But I'm extra excited today because That's our true. guest is so wonderful. I've had the privilege of knowing her for 10 years, did we decide? Nine years? Uh, nine years. Nine years. Nine glorious well, years. Yeah. You think nine, ten years. Ten years. <laughs> Let's make it a decade. That's right. Yeah. If you not, we're going in on ten. And isn't that great? That's a long time. That is yeah. a long time. Yeah. Wow. So today, we are talking environmental consumerism in a conscious way. Sounds really heavy. <laughs> but it's not going to be heavy. Oh, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be Because this guest is not only knowledgeable... She's passionate, she has drive, she has motive, she, how you say, walks the walk and talks the talk, walks the talk and talks the walk. Is that that saying? Yeah. She does it. She talks the walk. She yes. talks the walk. She talks what she walks and she walks what she walks. She's, look, she's oh, looking at us like we're You're crazy. like rapping, okay? Yeah. Like <laughs> well, we are in a studio. Sweet, so. okay. So let Those us, without great. further ado, welcome Sarah. Yay! Hi! Thanks for having me. So good to have you. We have some questions for you that we want to ask that we think are really going to capture how we as Edmontonians or people listening outside of Edmonton can make a difference in our world. We know that you have passion when it comes to the environment and when it comes to doing things that take care of it, therefore take care of us as human beings. And I know that obviously your heart for people as we've worked together in the past yeah. and yeah just you are full of integrity and I think that was that was the number one reason we wanted you on this podcast oh, because when we think about the environment and what pulls at our heartstrings who would we want to have come on who is an activist in this area not just someone who knows a lot and talks about it but lives it out in 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 everything they do not that you're perfect and not that you do everything right all the time although you're pretty darn close no one's perfect. <laughs> no one's perfect. That's right. We tried. So we thought of some questions that the Cronellis, that's what we call our listeners, would find a lot of value in. And so we are excited to discuss these things with you. Awesome. Kristen, do you want to go first? I would love to go first. Okay. So Sarah, tell us about you. Okay. Well, first of all, I like to be called Sarah D. I'm a humanist. I like you know, the, the word activist is great, mm. but I think people are kind of thrown off, especially when you talk about environmental, being an environmental activist. Mm-hmm. So firstly, I am a humanist mm. uh, and an inclusionist because <laughs> wow, I like I to that. include people in everything that we do. I think mm-hmm. we need to come together if we want to work towards a common goal or mm-hmm. any goals. We need to come together and welcome everybody yeah so I have I was born in Edmonton I've moved to the Philippines when I was four and then came back when I was nine so a big chunk of my childhood Mm -hmm. and memories is in the Philippines and all about Philippines and Mm -hmm. and so when I came back here it was a lot of culture shock you know like winter was a different thing we never had winter so coming back winter was a huge huge like new thing to me mm-hmm. um I guess even my for my parents also so mm-hmm. not dressing up warm when it's cold out and getting like really bad 
frostbite. Like going tobogganing, yes. and wearing like really, really thin pants yeah. and like not wearing the proper attire. So that that's, I think, yeah, it's like a pretty common like immigrant issue, like okay. not knowing enough about about stuff like that. Right. I still consider myself as an immigrant and a settler here in Treaty 6. Mm-hmm. I'm very much very connected to my Filipino roots, mm-hmm. but that's not just what I identify with. There's so many other things mm-hmm. that I identify with, like being a conscious consumer mm-hmm. and being an Edmontonian and supporting local and all that stuff. Yeah, so awesome. Yeah. And I am are. a middle child. So hey, I wanted to mention hey, that. Shout out to all the middle <laughs> children. Yes. <laughs> Love your middle child. Yeah. They don't always know the how loved they are. It's true. No. Yeah. So, and I think I've been a pescatarian for, we can go on about me, but 19 <laughs> years. What's a pescatarian? Define pescatarian. Mm-hmm. So, as a pescatarian, I don't eat red meat, poultry, pork, um, but I do eat dairy, eggs, and, and seafood. Mm. Right. Right, right. So, right. I eat a lot of fish, a lot of sushi. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So, I was a pescatarian for 19 years, and then last year, quit dairy and eggs and then became fully vegan in january okay so i think that's a whole new episode right yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking we need that. to talk about that yeah. yeah i am a new newly vegan but um yeah. how do you feel i i feel good i was vegan for lent a few years ago mm-hmm. and lost a lot of weight and like a lot of yeah because i just didn't know what to eat mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. And I, I, I wa- was testing out um, stri- being a strict vegan. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I re- really didn't know what to eat. And mm-hmm. and so I lost a lot of weight. And I was also doing Dave Suzuki's uh, <laughs> the 30-day challenge of being outside for half an hour for 30 days. So wow. I lost a lot of weight. But this time around, I know how to do it properly and mm-hmm. how to do it, you know, the healthy way. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Tell us a fun fact about yourself. Besides being a middle child, <laughs> earlier we were talking about music. Yeah. And uh, I don't really listen to a lot of music, new music, mm. but I do listen to new J. Cole music. J. Cole, shout so, out. So, shout out to J. Cole. He's half German. <laughs> um, he's but, my people. Yeah, he's your people. So, uh, about two years ago, I went to, to Germany and to Berlin mm. and in the Van Gogh Museum. I, I heard a little commotion. We, we saw people kind of like freaking out and, what, you know, like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And I saw J. Cole <gasps> in the Van Gogh Museum. No. And he was wearing his sweater, his, uh, his J. Cole tour sweater. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, for sure it's him. I mean, mm-hmm. like, and also it looks like him. It was really neat seeing Jake. I didn't talk to him. You know, he had big bodyguard just like kind of making sure that no one bothers him. Wow. But like watching J. Cole look at Van Gogh art and then like thinking like, how is that going to impact his art and his creativity? Yeah. And yeah. So it's funny because his, his album around that time, was, it was, it's called K.O.D. And it's very colorful mm-hmm. and very like, yeah, it was just very, very creative. It seems really like out there. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if, Van Gogh had a little <laughs> influence <laughs> in his music. J. Cole, if you're listening, please, <laughs> please give Sarah D. her wish. Yeah, come to the <laughs> art museum in, in Edmonton. In Edmonton. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine? J. Yeah. Cole yeah. in Edmonton. Come play. Come play. Yeah. Come, come play in the art museum. In. Ooh. Well, I mean, if he comes here, can you please not play in the big venue that I have boycotted? Thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> play at the Play uh, the Wind I will oh, go to yeah. the Wind Center. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Good. J. Cole. 
You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Sarah, what does conscious consumerism from an environmental standpoint mean? Um, I can explain on how I practice it mm. and how I see it. It's being aware. So it's all about awareness. So even before you go to a store, Ecosia, sorry, let me just shout out to Ecosia for a sec. Ecosia is my search engine. So mm. I don't use Google. So Ecosia is a company from Berlin. And when you search 45, you use it, or you search like 45 items, they will plant a tree on, yeah. So I, that's why I will say Ecosia. So Ecosia, <laughs> instead of Googling, yeah. um, so Ecosia, like all kinds of stuff. Like if there's a, anything I wanted to know about product, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll Google it. Um, Ecosia it? Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh, see, you know what? Good, good. It's all part of our language. Yeah. It's a part of our <laughs> Ecosia. Yeah. So consumer, conscious consumerism is also like cleansing what we know of what, how we, we would buy, or, or how we practice buying, mm -hmm. how marketing and ads kind of like mess up with our influence, it, you know, like mm. trying to influence us in, in buying certain products, even when we don't need it. So conscious consumerism is, is a different way of doing things. It's like taking the time to being aware of what a product is. Mm -hmm. So even before you go to a store, um, you know, where is it made? How is it made? You know, did they burn forests down to mm -hmm. make it? Uh, did they displace orangutans to, you know, to grow palm? You know, those kind of things is what you mm. question and you search and learn and make a conscious decision of whether you want to support that, that product. So like think here in Edmonton, you go to a store. Uh, there's certain stores that I that I, I like mm -hmm. and then I support. So it's about supporting businesses. I like to support small businesses, you know, like Earth's General, like smaller businesses mm -hmm. like that. Um, so they make it easy, mm. you know, so I don't mm -hmm. have to go in there and kind of like search everything. Because, right. you know, it's like you, you trust those companies. You, mm -hmm. you trust those small businesses. Yeah. And you trust that they did the work for you. Mm -hmm. um, so packaging is another thing mm -hmm. is that I think about. Um, buying bulk, bringing your own containers. It's kind of timely because about a week or so ago, someone on social media posted um, a macaron, macarons that they saw in a store. So it's like a little box and there's one little macaron in it. Mm. So it's like, wow, what store is that and who made it? Would you buy it? I wouldn't buy it. You can go to a store, uh, a, bake, a bakery in Edmonton and buy macarons or I mean people, love baking and mm. you know make it yourself so mm -hmm. it's just like those kind of things can go on and on and like different mm -hmm. products because we are consumers like yeah we are seen as consumers yeah. everybody in this world are consumers yeah. so it's it's just like taking the time to think do, wow. do I need that do I want to support that do I want to buy that item that's overly packaged yeah so it's for some people I, I could see that it might be too much time too mm -hmm. much effort you know, you have five children because it is it can be time consuming. And right. I could understand for big, you know, for families with children like, you know, that's that's not, you know, that that doesn't work for them. But mm. there are little ways that people can. Yeah. There's little practices that people can do to to make a difference. Wow. And I know we'll talk about some of those later, but it sounds like conscious consumerism causes you to slow down a little bit and think about where you're getting what you're getting mm -hmm. and where your money what you're supporting if you're allowing what you're supporting if you're allowing your money to go to it because essentially yeah. you're saying I'm for this if I'm letting my money go to this whereas 
you can find really awesome stores mm-hmm. that do the work for you, which I kind of like that. There's mm-hmm. something to that where it's like, okay, I can trust that that whole store yeah. has products that align with my values yeah. as a conscious consumer, yeah. which makes it easier. I think social media is is pretty awesome in that mm-hmm. way. You know, there's a certain, there's like n- many negative things about social media, yeah. but then there are great things about it mm-hmm. because, you know, you can also know you know, I love Instagram, okay? You guys love it yes, too. Yes, I do. <laughs> so you can see, like, you know, you can really find out what they're trying to represent, what they're trying to do for communities. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that I think that's really powerful because mm-hmm. um, we are a small community here. Like, why not trust in, like, a small business? Because yeah. we trust all the other corporations that have been feeding us for all of eternity, basically. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, yeah. and they're the ones that have been feeding us toxin and... Yeah. Yeah. We've put our trust into them for the mm-hmm. sake of convenience, which has caused us a yeah. lot of health issues. Have you seen, uh, I don't know if you could say, the the, the Golden M, that show? No. Uh, like the movie? Uh, no. Okay. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Because yeah. I just yeah. don't want to say I don't know. The well, Golden like, I M. Sued. I don't know. Like, we've always had. Yeah. Oh, you can we say. So McDonald's, that movie about McDonald's and how it started from, like, a diner and then where yes. they became. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very interesting. Because, you know, that's when people become greedy and wanted to make as much money and it became a corporation and became a millionaire. He had to sacrifice somewhere in that. Yeah. And he sacrificed health. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So how unfortunate because it started out to be that mom and pop like diner into what it is now. But a whole nother episode talking about (laughs) McDonald's because they are moving towards healthier food and like being more conscious in Mm. that way. That's and maybe good. it is giving to the demand of what people want. Yeah. And people are saying, we're now thinking about this and we need you to as well. Mm-hmm. So we can keep shopping there. Mm-hmm. Now, Sarah D., why does this topic, why does environmentalism, why does inclusivity, why does all of this pull at your heartstrings? What's your why? Why? I'm very connected to earth mm-hmm. <laughs> to i love nature you know like the birds like uh, all the summer i've been watching butterflies Aww. i've taken pictures of butterflies mm-hmm. posted stories about butterflies <laughs> um, but it's just it makes me happy seeing mm-hmm. like all you know how nature is supposed to work and how it's supposed to look and then i had to think more about it stories of of communities mm-hmm. that were impacted by like oil and gas and like you know certain toxins that are going into to water, those definitely impacted me. And it's usually the vulnerable population that always gets, you know. Impacted the most? The most, yeah. definitely. And so I think about those stories. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, March uh, 2018, I went to to Vancouver, or yeah, to Burnaby for a march, a peaceful march for climate change. <laughs> and just hearing the stories coming from Alberta and like the people there and like you know talking about yeah like how, how it has impacted their communities cancer rates in different communities so like all mm-hmm. those stories but even just seeing it like seeing even garbage just like you know Philippines I grew up in the Philippines and it seemed normal it's like a canal full of garbage and it's black and someone mm-hmm. is swimming in it like mm-hmm. I don't know why but they're mm-hmm. swimming in it there's just like garbage everywhere mm-hmm. so seeing the world as like this beautiful place but also seeing Mm. something like that it's like wow we're living in the same world where Mm. i can like have fresh air in the river valley but then think about oh when i was little it's like someone swimming in a dirty canal Mm -hmm. those pull into you know my heartstrings i call that like my early childhood learning Mm. (laughs) with uh, seeing certain stuff like that in the 
in the Philippines or even here, yeah. I thought about my childhood and like what impacted me and why did I care, you know, care so much about mm-hmm. this issue. Um, I grew up, the TV was my babysitter sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, in the 90s, maybe you'll, you might know. I don't <laughs> <laughs> so like Captain Planet, you know, those are the kind of shows that I watched. So there was something in me, something mm. that would draw me to these kind of, sh- of shows. Wow, even at a young age. Yeah, so like Captain, wow. Captain Planet. Mm. The, you know, Captain Planet told us about, like, you know, pollution and, like, you know, how one day this world's going to be like this. And actually, you know, we're seeing signs of it now. <laughs> there was a show called Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah, so there was an episode about... Fine, <laughs> I am too young. There was an episode <laughs> about a community and they were... Uh, they had a community garden. Love it. And then, like, a lot of connection with different, like, different ethnicity. It was filmed in the States, but I was like, oh, wow. Like, it seems like, oh, maybe every community looks like that. You know, Mm -hmm. like, oh, like, you know, the community garden and, like, the different Mm -hmm. diversity. Um, But then there was a company that was dumping, like, toxic, literally glowing green near the the community garden. So I was like, oh, wow, like, that's not right. Mm -hmm. As a child, you're like, oh, that's not right. Those were some of the things that I... I mean, things as if you use, like, nature of things and stuff like that. You know, learning about nature and how we're all connected. And it's, like something we should treasure and really value yeah and these are the shows that we watch as children Mm -hmm. and then another thing was in when i was in grade five i was in a in a club called kids for saving earth okay take back then safeway was selling these booklets and there was like stickers and stuff like that and it's called kids for saving the earth and it was actually founded by a kid Mm. named clinton hill Mm who had leukemia, he had cancer. Wow. So he started a club in his school. Wow. Yeah, Mm. Uh, and then uh, other schools in the States probably like in his community. And then anyway, so with this booklet, I guess it was a way to to get it out to people. In our school in the South Side in St. Hilda, (laughs) (laughs) someone created uh, a club there. So I joined it Mm. in grade five. So we talked about, you know, uh, the biggest thing was the three R's. Yes. You know, at the time, yeah. at the time, it was a big yeah. R's. It's like we're gonna save this planet by reduce, re- reuse, reduce. recycle. Yes, exactly. So, yeah. I mean, th- this kid, he was 11 when he passed. Wow. Yeah. And then in our school, we had a a girl. She was in grade eight, and she also wow was sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. I don't know what she had, but she had like a, she had a oxygen, oh, an yeah. oxygen tank. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I had no clue what what was terminal illness yeah. she had. All yeah. I knew is, yeah, she had it. Wow. Sweet, would say hi when I saw her. She mm. was in our club. She passed a year after. Mm. But it's these kind it's of moments in our childhood and in our life that impact and influence our uh, our experience and our perceptions of the world. And I, it's so interesting to hear from you because I've known you for the last 10 years, but I didn't know this stuff. And so when I see Sarah D, I see a woman who's so involved in, in the community, so involved in, you mentioned community gardens, you mentioned um, like volunteering in the community in different uh, organizations, whether you are invested by going to different events or partaking in being part of these communities, your own community, going, being outside, being, and then working with high-risk youth. Like you, you live out what you experience as a child and realize this is wrong or this is not good and mm-hmm. I can do something about yeah. it. As a child, you had those experiences with the TV or with meeting these uh, cr- critically ill children 
well, and that yeah. shaped you and has now now look at the influence that you have yeah well the that kid was from the states but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um but hearing uh, yeah. his story yeah, yeah. no it, yeah. like, definitely like at, at that time i didn't really think about it mm. like oh okay yeah. you know we're in this club blah blah and now actually just reflecting back and i'm like wow like these two kids are at the end of their life essentially they didn't know that you don't know and then what did they do with their time they wanted to save earth yeah <laughs> they wanted yeah. to save people for whatever reason yeah. so those are like the early memories of you know this life of mm-hmm. this way of caring for for our planet for the environment mm-hmm. that's beautiful we sent you some of these questions yeah. ahead of time but uh, we've heard just some reasons why people are hesitant to embrace just environmentalism and how would your response to them persuade them otherwise so we said okay the the plastic straw debate yeah what's the point when there are far worse things for example cigarette butts that are poisoning our planet i thought that was very interesting the straw debate that it's it started from people wanting to well, like minimize using straws or there's uh, you know there's waste Edmonton here mm-hmm. going to businesses and you know they've made a list of which businesses are going straw free mm-hmm. so it, it takes people to be passionate about one issue because like environmental issues there's so many mm-hmm. it's like a rainbow of things mm-hmm. you can't just say let's do this and not this or this seems more toxic than this um, I'm sure you guys seen videos or pictures of turtles, turtles. yeah turtles yep. and straws in their noses um you know those whales dying because they have um plastic all kinds of plastics and, and tires in their stomachs mm-hmm. so yeah I, I i think both things are need attention straws you know the ocean is like far away from us but like it will reach there yeah <laughs> i it, and in north america we use about i believe 50 or 500 million straws daily Daily? Daily. That's crazy. And if you think about it, like... 500 million. 500 million in North America. So day. it isn't that small of Plastic. an issue. Wow. No. People think, oh, it's not as bad as smoke. But much less of us smoke than we do use straws. That's true. Wow. And over the years, people are smoking less, which is yeah, great news. It is great. But, like, the cigarette butts, they decompose from, like, 18 to, like, 8 years. I heard oh. 8 years. I don't know. But I just, like... Ecosia did 18 to 8 years, 18 months to 8 years, but from my, yeah, like that, that's a long time. And straws don't. Plastic doesn't break down. No, it have to be recycled or burnt. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, but it's still, those emissions still go into the atmosphere. We Mm -hmm. breathe it. Yeah, which is toxic. So it's, they're like a small act that can be very impactful Mm -hmm. if enough people Mm stop using straws stop using plastic straws yeah, yeah and the cigarette butts you know, besides it being like it, it take, besides it needing to take that many years to decompose it's very toxic and yeah. animals can eat it so there's a lot of issues with with both yes so i would say if you want to commit to one of those things yeah in your life that you want to eliminate using straws or maybe throwing out cigarette butts on the ground and mm. not in the garbage right pick one yeah yeah, yeah. pick one Start that's good yeah when i even think like i've had times where i've accidentally because i have moved towards metal straws 
Yes. And that's been great. And to be honest, that hasn't been a huge issue for me. But there has been the odd time I've accidentally gotten a plastic straw. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Even though it is really cool to see restaurants don't even provide them really anymore. At least the Mm -hmm. ones I've been going to. But if I do, is it bad to reuse the straw a few times? Like, could that be toxic for me? Because I've done that where I'm like, okay. Plastic straw? Yeah. Where I've, like, gotten a straw and then I'm like, oh, shoot, I forgot I'm trying to be a little different. Can you reuse that straw? Or is it going to be so. bad for you? I, okay, you can you can reuse it. Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd probably use the same little plunger or yeah, the cleaner. The thing. little yeah, yeah. The little yes. Okay, cool. Brush. Um, because you're not perfect 100 percent of the time, but I do try. Mm-hmm. Restaurants. There are a few restaurants that use paper. Like I've it's, seen. It's nice that. to see no straws. Yeah, it's nice to see metal straws. But yeah, some people do paper because they're just not ready. Some they're people. Not ready. There's like we haven't talked about this piece yet, but the, the addiction piece to mm-hmm. to consumerism. Mm-hmm. We before we we're even born, there was a documentary about it. There's many people to talk about it. Even when our, before we are even born, there are products that we our parents, our mothers use subconsciously. We like take in, anyways. Um, like sugar. Yeah, sugar. Or even like hearing your parents watching a show. So we're already programmed. Yeah, so it's, yes, yeah, so we've programmed before we were born to consume. Yeah. Some people are just not ready to, to quit mm. u- using straws. I mean, I have family members, they love straws. My mom, my sister, and my, my niece. So I bought my niece the metal, the stainless yeah. steel yeah. straws. But like when they're out there, like, they love sucking. It's, yeah. you know, it's another part of us. But yeah, that's why we will see paper, paper straws. That's why. Cool. So we're on to the next hesitation for people. So the next one was the misconception that recycling is good enough when it comes to the three R's. (laughs) True, false? Do you have more insight there? Uh, Recycling, it's it's a, the three R's, they're great strategies in fighting pollution and like, overconsumption mm-hmm. but it's it's not the best okay so re- reducing waste is the best reusing mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. would be also great like your earrings yeah my earrings they're from 10,000 villages from Cambodia R- Rajana Rahana I can't pronounce it but it's Cambodian uh, artisans so it's made from recycled like landmines, they use metals from landmines mm-hmm. and bomb casings mm-hmm. to make jewelry, to talk about peace and mm. yeah. So yeah, that's another form of Reuse. reusing, mm-hmm. recycling. I don't know if you guys. Oh, everything goes back to the Philippines and me. I've been so mm. into like Philippines lately, but a few. Yeah, it is. There was a story in the news a few months ago. If you guys heard it, Canada, the twelve. Con- Shipping containers that ended up in the Philippines. It's garbage. Labeled recycling. I'm pretty sure it was actually recycling. Oh. But, you know, it looked like garbage because after it was there, they sent it 2013, 2014, and they are just settling it now in 2019. So, of course, it's garbage. You don't know what's in there. But um, most likely it was recycling that we, as Canada, were selling to Asia. That's so so disturbing. We're recycling, we're over-consuming, our population's going up and every, every year. And we're giving another country our garbage to deal with. People, countries buy recycled goods, like plastics, so they can make it into something else. Because we don't have the facilities here to make it into something else. Okay. So it's cheaper in Asia, cheaper labor, all that. That's why it's sent to Asia. 
but 2000 you know like but now they are limiting what they're taking into those countries which is good but okay. then that means Canada what are we doing with our plastics it's no longer an option mm. no it's not mm. and then the I think US is probably the one that's buying most of our plastics because mm. you know because we're brothers Close. and sisters or we're yeah. related so yeah. they need to help us out but really what are we doing with our plastics so recycling is not the best strategy wow and I just read up on this today too like r rural areas they don't have a recycling system so they just throw everything out or or burn it burn it they mm -hmm. burn it or they bury it burying it it doesn't dis decompose burning it fumes to the people yeah. to their animals so that's a whole lot of thing that we need to figure out our, our stuff with what we're doing with recycling mm. it's not the best strategy <laughs> very good this has given me stuff to think about thought-provoking yeah mm -hmm. now the next one is or the next not misconception but some of the hesitancy someone could say how could little old me impact anything <laughs> what um, would you say well i think it's like even the the straw debate mm -hmm. you know it's like uh, being people are using it daily 500 million straws mm -hmm. if you as one person stop using straws and then I, I call them ripple effects so it's like you're out with your friend you're talking about it you know that we influence our circle mm -hmm. talk about it in our circle that's a safe space where it's not going to get political they already know what your politics are right so it's not going to be heated you're not mm. going to be called all kinds of stuff so those are you know that's how I think of it. Everyone in this world can make a difference. We're all consumers. We can all make a difference. Snaps for Sarah. Mm -hmm. Snaps for Sarah. <laughs> Snaps Deep. for y'all. <laughs> and another analogy that I thought about was uh, if you, I don't even know if it makes sense. It makes sense to me, but sometimes what makes sense to me doesn't make sense to <laughs> let's, people. Let's hear it. But you see, you walk by someone on the street. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're transient. You, you know, people avoid them. Mm -hmm. Be that one person that smiles at them. You know, like how does that one act impact this person? Yeah, mm -hmm. that's how I think of it. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's good, and that makes sense. So the one person that's gonna be like, I'm going to not buy water bottles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bring my reusable cup for my coffee. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it makes a, a huge difference. And dare I say, when I go get my drink from my local coffee shop. <laughs> and I bring my reusable cup that's bigger than a size tall. I swear they fill it more. I swear they do. I say tall, yeah. drink, and no, I. No. the benefit is I save the environment and I think I get more drink. I think I do. <laughs> don't say that too loud because then they'll be like, oh, yeah, how do we charge them more? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> they actually give you a discount if you bring your own cup. Yeah, some, pl some, some places. Some places. Yeah. Yeah. Some, yeah. yeah. Some if you do to stay or your own mug, yeah. yeah. Okay, the next one. So I think that you've already touched on it because it was burning plastic mm -hmm. and the ozone. So just this whole kind of burning plastic in the fire. What's the big deal? Uh, the ozone is already damaged. Yeah, that, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> so <laughs> the ozone layer, it, it's, it's there to protect living, every living organism in Earth from solar radiation, from certain U the rays um, so it's like saying okay well we're dying already how can we die faster <gasps> you know like it, it doesn't make sense to me and then with plastics 
do you want to burn that in your backyard and like take in all the fumes like I, ca I can't even stand like personally I can't even stand perfume because yeah I've been through like a whole cleansing of chemicals mm. and all that so like for me we you know I don't have any kind of like I don't have asthma I don't have those kinds of things but like perfume to me it's it's too much even sometimes wow. mm -hmm. but like can you imagine if everyone can can burn their own plastics like right. other places in the world you you can actually burn plastic it's not illegal is it illegal in Edmonton can no, I burn plastic I, I, try, I tried decoding it mm. but I mean if you were if you burnt like a bag no like, big deal no, big no deal. but if you started a if you created a company yeah gotcha. hey let's all bring our plastics you're now she'll burn in her backyard where all these people live no and that's yeah. why they have like those bylaws when it comes to like factories even you can't, you can't have burn that. tires and all those kind of no. things anymore mm. like, like on the Simpsons at one point I don't know maybe before mm. but like yeah so but places in other parts of the world yeah. that's their only way of getting rid of their mm. garbage yeah burying it or burning it yeah so it's a big issue, and like, what's our population in North America compared yeah. to the rest of the world? Yeah, you're killing these questions. Like, people are getting debunked left, right, and center here. Good job. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there. They're like, um, well, I know more. Okay, so here's another one. We're gonna throw at you. You're doing great. In Alberta, the refineries are quote smoking hot topics. Why not just get rid of the cows that are farting? That's funny. We're so sorry for the crass language. So I thought this was really funny. Okay. I, I find them funny because we're we're in Alberta. <laughs> Alberta beef. And what are our biggest industries in Alberta that we're like fighting each other? Mm -hmm. We can't even talk about politics in Canada, <laughs> in Alberta. Right. So oil and beef, those mm -hmm. are the, our hugest industries. Yes. So we can't get rid of either one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so we just can't. It's not even like an issue. Have you guys heard of Kevin Taft? He, he talked about... Mm -hmm. No. Nope. Yeah, so he, yep. Oil's Deep State is his book, talking about just... Uh, talking about politics and oil and how really... How just in the mix they are. You can't... Hmm. Yeah, you can't so have one without the other? No, you can't. Mm. No matter who is in government. And it would be very interesting to ever, ever, ever see, and I don't think it will happen, a Green party leader winning in in Alberta maybe in Canada but in Alberta because you, you don't know what to do with oil people you know we're gonna just keep extracting you know, until it's done mm -hmm. and then we'll figure out what we're gonna do to survive for the rest of our life after yep. oil something that we need to do is diversify our economies in in Alberta yeah. but you know we've got how many generations generations this is how we've been functioning yeah mm -hmm. and so that would be very difficult mm -hmm. i mean as far as <laughs> we don't want to get into the oil business but you know maybe take the bus once in a while bike walk mm. um, don't rely on your car so much even though in uh, in edmonton we do i know that's mm -hmm. a really hard one for me i know we're going to get into that with the next question yes. but i do have to confess uh, ever since getting my driver's license because before i would bus a little yeah. bit i carpool now it's so convenient. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's yeah. when I don't know how to combat. Like I yeah. practically, I work 20 minutes from where I am on the hen day. Mm -hmm. So to go the bus would take like two hours. And I just, as bad as it sounds, I don't want to sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, you know? even in our like social service realm mm -hmm. <laughs> of work. Yeah. It's like you need a car for this to drive, you know, yeah. your, there's so many jobs like that. You need yeah. to have a car. 
there's a lot of systems that need to change if we wanted to really make a difference and mm. act mm-hmm. not just claim that you know, admit that you know we are in a crisis here let's actually do something about it and mm. a, as a city as a province as, as Canada like what are we going to do about about climate change how are we going to really mm-hmm. make a difference mm-hmm. I don't have to say it I am you know not the biggest fan of oil <laughs> yeah but which you know but it's oil a tough makes one because that's that's how how people make their money in this province. Mm-hmm. Of course, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't really say that's bad, but when everybody yeah. when we're benefiting it mm-hmm. from from it in yeah. some Work, way, shape, you know, or form, yeah, jobs for people, a lot yeah. of jobs yeah. in in Alberta, yeah. plastic. You know what? The, where do we get our plastics from? <laughs> oil. You know, yeah. and can we really live? Uh, I live without plastic. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that I'm moving towards. And you know what? The zero waste. Yeah, like yeah. like you were saying, I'm not perfect. We are not perfect, but we can like minimize our waste. I was thinking about harm reduction too. Mm. You know, it's like harm reducing our risk of mm-hmm. adding to pollution, adding mm. to to all that. So it's good. It's yeah, it's definitely tough. Mm-hmm. Oil business talking about oil is definitely mm-hmm. tough. <laughs> yeah, be polarizing. Um, yes, it very. Can. I'm really curious to hear your answers for the next question because I want to know what I can do from here. There are certainly a few things I've implemented in terms of making some changes with yeah. how I consume and what I consume, but I'm really excited to hear your answers for this one. Can you list three to five of the best ways, obviously in your opinion? Yeah that someone listening could make sustainable and practical changes in their actions to support the environment. So I made a list. And one, I invest in a reusable water bottle. Amen. Uh, two is use reusable bags when you're shopping. So grocery shopping, that's the most plastic bags that yeah. people use. Fort McMurray has gone zero plastic bags. That's awesome. Fort yeah. McMurray, what? Shout out like, to shout Fort, out to Fort McMurray. McMurray. I don't That's think many people know that. Oh my good gosh. For them. That's so awesome. No plastic bags. Wow. I am in shock. I'm proud. Because that's where we get our oil. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So they're doing some that good is, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I want to find some environmentalists in Fort McMurray. Please, like, contact me. Yeah. <laughs> Three, invest in a reusable coffee cup. Nice. So these are things that people are already doing, but you know, if you think about it, it is really impactful. Mm-hmm. Four, avoid buying items in stores that are have overpackaging. Mm-hmm. So give me an example of how to do that. Like, what do I buy that has a lot of packaging? Like, my meat comes in packaging. Like, is that yeah. what you're talking about? So, buying bulk. Okay. You know, so that's better? Buy bulk. Yeah. Okay, got it. I just, yeah, what it is, avoid overpackaging. Yeah. Because... But buying bulk buying helps bulk with that. Helps. Got yeah. it. Thank so, you. So, I don't want to keep saying Earth General, but you know, Earth General store has it. it. Even the bulk barn. Yeah. Even like Planet Organic or because you store. can bring your own containers yes. in. Yeah. In addition. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Five. Just reusing things. So if you say you gotta really buy that can of beans, <laughs> you can you know use it as a planter, like use the can as. as nursery for your That's seeds. That's what our grandparents did, I feel that like. That is what they did. You know, we're going you back to how we were living in the past. Yeah. You just can't <laughs> go borderline hoarder. There's a no. very delicate If you balance. have to buy, a, a, you know, yes. that. Or a can of beans. A can yeah. of beans. <laughs> or, yeah. yeah. But there's so many things that you could buy bulk. Reuse. Going back to reusing, 
Oh, another of my fun fact that I didn't say is, you know how I make piñatas? <laughs> yeah. I make piñatas yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. for fun and for like family and maybe someday I will sell them, but only because people really, really, really need a piñata because, yeah. you know, we don't want that much waste in this world. But I do use flyers and what I use are usually in my recyclables. Besides paint, unless I find a way to make my own paint. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but I was just re- making arts and craft by reusing things, you Love know? It. As part of reusing, mm-hmm. I've had subcategories <laughs> of uh, buying used clothing. So clothing mm-hmm. swaps, buying used clothing, used books, free yeah. libraries. Free libraries. Or even the library here, borrow books. Yes. Y- you know, you don't always have to buy new books. But, I agree. Uh, That's a great tip. And then my six is hashtag support local. <laughs> Supporting awesome. local businesses. Cool. Other than the ones you've mentioned, are there any really reputable? If someone's like, hey, I really like what Sarah D's saying. I like where this podcast went. Just make it easy for me where are some places I can go to get different types of things so talk about food talk about makeup like sh- um, whatever like a few different types of stores that if yeah. you're like this is reputable you can trust it tell them you know how I already mentioned I love Instagram yeah <laughs> so the ones that the, the companies that I local companies that I do follow and like support yeah I will follow them or I already mentioned Earth's General Store mm-hmm. yeah. it's a great place for mm-hmm. bulk they don't even sell meat there mm. carbon yeah, mm-hmm. boutique. One twenty-four. Yeah, so I buy laundry detergent there, uh, hand soap. They are getting. I haven't been there in a while, but they're also getting like the lotions and the shampoo and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's another great place. As far as clothes go, like Plato's Closet is yeah. a great place. Mm-hmm. Vespucci, but even like the Bissell Center, mm-hmm. uh, Bissell Center on one eighteen. Okay, mm-hmm. another thing that as part of, I haven't even mentioned that, but supporting yeah, like supporting local businesses but 118 avenue i don't know if you guys hang out there Mm -hmm. i purposely want to go there and just like support the the local businesses over there but the bissell center is a great Mm -hmm. place Mm -hmm. let's get into restaurants so even restaurants Mm -hmm. you know i obviously i'm vegan so i'm going to support some vegan restaurants Mm -hmm. like dai pai and anchai but there's other great places that sell or cook meat but they do it in a co- in a conscious way yeah mm-hmm. um, i think tres Carnales talked about mm. on instagram talked about farming like supporting those sustainable practices so that's great i don't mm. even know any other places to sell. of course yeah parmanati yeah japanese <laughs> i mean when yeah. i ate fish they mm-hmm. bought um ocean wise fish so yeah. a great part of being a conscious consumer is searching for things so i don't know mm-hmm. everything like really mm-hmm. i'll ikoja it so i can learn more about it so it's about learning it's about teaching yourself and not letting b- these big companies teach you and tell you what to buy that's right so yeah there's and if there are any that i don't know of tell me okay because <laughs> i'm always like really? learning you're a definite forever learner yes forever student and yeah. you learn from absolutely every oh everything, yeah every situation you're reading different things oh my gosh oh my gosh you know what's so great about that i can i don't know if you can if i if you can see it on there but you can track your searches oh so right now we're looking at the koja (laughs) yeah so there's the app but we are running out of time sarah d this has been a time i feel like a breath of fresh air is how i feel i feel inspired it's deeper than inspired, though. I feel mo- like I'm ready to do some more things. 
That's awesome. And I've loved hearing your perspective and some of your background story. Like, you think you know someone after 10 years, and yet you discover more things about them. Takes a podcast. Yeah, it does. I guess we were busy working. (laughs) Good for us. You hear that? (laughs) We were working hard, former bosses. (laughs) Thank you for having me. This is just so good. Kristen, how do you feel? Tell us. I feel enlightened. That's a good one. That's deep. I feel like I want to do something different. But we've been having a few people on yes that have sparked all these things mm-hmm. and it's okay so what do i what do i do differently yeah. mm-hmm. but it's totally. even just thinking about no straw thank mm-hmm. you here's yes. my here's my yeah. yeti or my yeah. whatever yeah it's about starting somewhere and starting somewhere that makes sense and i liked what yeah. sarah d said about know what what you're in if you're a family of seven you're gonna look a little different you're gonna be a conscious consumer mm-hmm. in a different way mm-hmm. than a single 20-something who's never seen that show. What was that kid's show? Ghost Rider? Ghost, Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider. With the, uh, with the community garden? I have a different <laughs> paradigm. That's okay. Oh my Just God. do what you can for that. where yeah. you're at. Yeah. Wow. Can I say something about the list? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, isn't it doable? Like, it's very doable. It's, totally it's doable. things that people are already doing, yeah. though, right? Yeah. It's simple. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it can really make a difference. Yeah. yeah. And if there, if it, you know, if that list, it's only six, if it's too much, pick one and commit to it. Love and, it. And see how that impacts your life. Yep. Love it. Sarah D, if you left today and you didn't get to share blank, you would feel, oh, shoot, I had to tell the people that. Is there any final thoughts you have? Any final nuggets of wisdom you want to share? You've shared a ton, but mm-hmm. I, we just want to give you the opportunity <laughs> if, there's, if there's anything else you'd be remiss to have said. Is that how you say it? Uh, I think. We all love the River Valley in Edmonton. I don't know anyone who's like, I hate the <laughs> River Valley. Sorry. <laughs> the one time I swear. <laughs> but like, about the beloved, <laughs> the beloved River Valley. <laughs> yes, she's passionate about the River Valley. Yes. Yeah. Like, go out there and like, just, even if you have five minutes, if that's mm-hmm. all you can commit to, like, just be there. And like, I know that you'll hear cars. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can go to the mountains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, mm-hmm. just be there and like, listen to, even traffic, sure. But like, you know, like birds and yeah. like smell the, the trees, the leaves, the mm-hmm. flowers, climate change, you know, whatever, if you believe it or not. Yeah. But you can actually, one thing that you can see for yourself is how it's changed. Uh, like, let's talk about Edmonton, our weather. Mm-hmm. Our, you know, our 52 days mm-hmm. that it rained this summer. Is mm-hmm. that normal? No. Our winters, like... It didn't feel like we had a summer, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. So those changes. If you if you don't want to believe in climate <coughs> change, like look at our look at how it's impacting our four seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, the countries that are going going to be most impacted are the vulnerable countries. Mm-hmm. And like, to me, when I think about it, I'm like Philippines, Hawaii, those places are going to be the first to go because they're islands and they're going to be don- gone in like mm-hmm. how many years? And I'm not going to be here, but like mm-hmm. my people are going to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> those are the things that I think about. Yeah. And that's what pulls at your heartstrings, and that's another why. one that pulls my mm-hmm. heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, as I scroll through your beautifully curated Instagram page, Sarah D, the conscious consumer. If you Cronellis have any specific questions for Sarah about, you know, maybe the six items she shared or anything throughout this podcast where you're like, I wonder about this. Could you tell me about this? Um, You can message her on there. We're going to be sharing some great things from her over the next week or so. But she has quite an incredible story, an incredible, yes, Instagram feed. But her Instagram feed is incredible because she lives a life that is simply beautiful. 
and simply amazing and she she impacts the world and she might not admit that but she she is a huge impact on my life and on the lives of those around her and I've seen it firsthand and I'm very thankful you said yes to being on the podcast with us well thank you welcome you can follow us on instagram at running with the crinnells we also have a website that's running with the you can see some of our blogs some uh, posts that we have there you can also send us an email at the crinnells at running with the and that's all spelled k-r-i-n-e-l-l-e-s so our time has come to say from our lips to your hearts bye for now bye Have a good night. Green heart emojis. We are all in this together.